I'm Hannah Croft. And I'm Ava Truckee, and this is Feed Me Your Stories. A show about food, pleasure, and community, hosted by two best friends who don't have inside voices. Okay, I mean, at this time, we're live. Are we live? We're live. Hello. Hi. Welcome. This is Feed Me Your Stories. Brought to you by... Caffeine. (laughs) And our psych meds. (laughs) Hey, everybody. (laughs) Just a reminder, take your psych meds. Take your meds, drink some water. And caffeine. Hi, Ham. Hi, Eva. What's good? Remember when we went to spin? We did. We went to spin this morning. I feel so energized. I feel so good. I got those endorphins. My mental health is doing a bee-boop in the best kind of way. Yeah, my mental health is fixed now. Because we went to spin two days in a row. We actually don't even need meds anymore. I That's feel, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> let's get into Do you it. remember let's... what happened when I tapered off of my SSRIs? <laughs> do you remember? Because uh, I do. And it was dark. It was a. Uh, it, it was, was dark. It was a time. Let's get into it. I want to, I want to know about something delicious you've eaten. Something delicious I've eaten. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I made a birthday cake. For Tina. For Tina, my brother's partner, who is. One of the loveliest humans. She's such a sweet Just a girl. goddamn delight. Yeah, she um, is. Yeah. I'm very happy that she is part of my family. And it was her 25th birthday, and she had a murder mystery birthday party. That and sounded, was, and you looked so cute. I did look so yeah. cute. Tell me about this cake. So, this cake. Um, I always ask my people for their birthdays what flavor palette and or type of birthday dessert they would like Mm -hmm. and christina every year goes make me whatever's fun for you to make fine and i'm like cool give me a a A wheelhouse give me a like some one parameter like tell me if it's a cake or a pie just one tell me if it's a fruity or a chocolatey Mm -hmm. and she said chocolate or lemon and i was like okay um, <laughs> those are not similar is, at all. Also, also, that it's helpful. Though. It is helpful, right? Um, so and I then made... you still have to make a decision on like two different planets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's okay because we went for cake, and I made this mocha chocolate chip cake um, from this cafe that I believe is in San Francisco. Let's see. Um, nope, it's New York. It was not the cafe I thought it was, but that's fine. It's mocha chocolate chip cake. Mm-hmm. Um. Really simple sponge, chocolate chips, and I chopped them up real fine. So it almost had like a like stracciatella ice cream vibe, yep. you know, um, as opposed to like a chocolate chip pancake vibe. Mm-hmm. And then the frosting was really what put it over the edge because um, it's like a an espresso buttercream. Was it actually, I mean, was it like salty in any way or it was like essence of salt to enhance the espresso? Um, I made it slightly salty. Like it, I like doubled what the salt, the salt it called for. Yum. Um, and because I like a little sweet, salty moment. Salt and chocolate. Salt is and chocolate. Hill, is the hill I will die on. Salt and chocolate. Salt and Phenomenal. chocolate. Phenomenal. Say no more. Um, buttercream, too sweet. Mm-hmm. Salt it. Mm-hmm. Salt your buttercream. Just, use just a tiny bit yeah huh? just like a little bit yeah. or you know what would have been really good um because i topped it with like chopped up chocolate chips mm-hmm. and obviously rainbow sprinkles because it was a birthday cake maldon, okay. and i should have done maldon 
um that would have really put it over the edge listen there's there's gonna be another birthday there's gonna be another birthday sawyer's birthday is in november so we'll do a a chocolate salted something or other yeah um my favorite thing to do on like like a cake on top of a frosting situation Mm -hmm. like to cut how sweet frosting can be Mm -hmm. is um stir up together like maldon and some turbinado sugar yeah because then you also get the crunch it's a texture vibe yeah yeah and I think that's really nice maybe throw a little like cinnamon in there yeah Mm. 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 that brown butter cake that I made did you eat some of that Mm -mm. Mm. oh my god it was brown butter and toasted sugar no it was so fun no it was like a day-long process it was great it was my my last um I'm not depressed anymore cake so I like to make cakes when I realize I'm not depressed. Listen, we celebrate everything, any mm-hmm. and everything. That's the that's 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 what I'm anyway, going for. What what is something delicious that you've eaten this week? I know that you uh, <laughs> ate some some steamed rice and soy sauce and uh, chili oil in bed because you had to treat yourself. Right? <laughs> but uh, I worked a what? 15 hour day and I, like, yeah. I talked a bunch of shit. I was like, ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself. I am my like. Hands down, one of my favorite restaurants in Denver, for sure. Uncle, all day. And it's like, by by and large, the best ramen in Denver. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I, and I live, what, three, four blocks away from mm-hmm. there? And I was like, I am going to be just peak millennial and I'm going to get that shit delivered to my doorstep. Right. Mm-hmm. And then after said 15 hour day, then it turned, it took a Taco Bell vibe because I, there is a, a Taco Bell that is adjacently on my way home. It is quite literally two blocks out of the way. And even that was just, too much work. It was too much. And so I got home and I like uh, surveyed the landscape and was like, cheese sticks, leftover rice that was like in there for a beat. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, uh, well, it was starting to get like the. I'm starting to do a crunchy vibe on top. You just gotta like steam it a little it bit was, in the microwave. Was, it's fine. A little broth on yeah. it. I was like, you're fine. Shut up. It's just yeah. nice. Uh, and Anaya was uh, in Nashville at a music festival and was like, you know, go good. You're eating. But, you know, and I was like, yeah, rice and soy sauce, a little, uh, little chili oil. And he was like, no. So there he was uh, in the middle of this music festival <laughs> uh, ordering me pizza to be delivered because uh, he's good like that. So, so nice. I also had uncle this week. Oh, yeah, you did. I had uncle to celebrate, to celebrate to celebrate the fact that I passed my clinical exam for being a social worker. See, I'm vicariously living, yeah. living through you. Yeah. I'm going to make it happen sometime. Um. The last like great thing I cooked was last Thursday was like the first official day of fall. And as you know, I mean, we just got done so right by Denver weather because fall rolled in and it was like a beautiful fall day overcast kind of sprinkling on and off all day long. And I did like a real slow roll dried bean situation mm. smoked shank in there um a bunch of greens from that I got from jade uh potatoes it was like fall in a bowl and that it was sounds lovely so good and then uh the rest the rest of the week was a blur I don't 
there was rice and then yeah. there was uh pizza yeah it just be like that sometimes. it'd be like that sometimes um I am excited to report that uh it's cuffing season and I am cuffed I mm. <laughs> a cab uh, but uh I thought you were an abolitionist <laughs> say more <laughs> it's cuffing season you're cuffed um I'm okay cuffed. so to be clear I, so cuffing season is like a phrase that came into like the zeitgeist when I lived in South America. And so when I got back to the U.S., I was like, why are we saying this? I was like, (laughs) well, it's like getting like chilly and it might snow. So like you have to cuff your pants so they don't get wet. Like, I like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you want to have a gross wet jeans on? Like I, that is, I was like, do you have to like, I are we, I, are we I our like, sleeves? I need more context here. I was like, are you cuff? like toughing because you're wearing like a button up under your cardigan and God, you want to like show off your America. sleeves? Like yep, that's what they're talking I about. I did not. I learned, I had to learn a lot of like pop culture phrases. But here you are. Uh, here I am. Yep. Uh, Five you're, years cuffed. Later. You're, you're cuffed. Uh, you are partnered. You are paired. Um, I don't like the term cuffed though, because it like, well, I mean, it absolutely has like a weird. It evokes the like the old ball, ball and chain, chain. <laughs> like, um, and like that's yeah, no, gross. That's... I don't. That's not what my partnership looks like. Mine either. Um. So, well, but anyway, another, yeah. T- it's tis the season. Uh, tis the season to be cuffed. Or just, you know, like this is when people are out there looking for their boo, their bay. They want, they want to cuddle down. You know what are, I mean? Are people not always? in pursuit of a boo i mean i think so but also like tis the season right because you've got like holidays coming up mm. it's cold you want to have you want to have a like cuddle buddy exactly. for you your snow cuddle, day you want to have a cuddle buddy for your snow day okay. you want to have somebody to hide behind in the haunted house you know what i'm saying okay yep. okay scary movie vibe you don't want to watch your scary movies by yourself this sounds like some straight people shit we would just watch the scary movies together. Yeah, like, if I needed someone to hide behind in the haunted house, I would, it would just be my friend. If I, you know, like, also, like, you know, my partner's a string bean, so if I hid behind him... They'd be like, I see you. Yeah. Actually, I see you. Um, Anyways, back on task. It is. Tis, tis the season. If we're looking at, like, historical data, and maybe it's uh, mostly for streets, but, like... Yeah, this this does sound like some straight people shit, but okay. <laughs> we're we're oh, rolling with it. We're, we're, we're gonna let it happen. We're gonna go with it. Um, People are, and even if it's not with the intention of, like, hustling up a boo, <laughs> tis the season for, like, we're in hosting season, mm, we're in... Totally. You know what I mean? We're, like, we're getting, we're encroaching on, like, Meeting in-laws? That, exactly. Ooh. Yep. Meeting in-law type of vibe, hosting yeah. dinners at your house, mm-hmm. and or if you are out there looking for your wifey, you you want to have some shit up your, some tricks up your sleeve. You know what I mean? Some culinary tricks. Some culinary tricks. Or as Daddy Chuchi would say, culinary we're not we've already had this i know we're not saying i know we're not it's not making a comeback i would say culinary though if it meant that i could cook something to impress on daddy Daddy chuchi's lap face same thing what (laughs) (laughs) 
I love us so much. <laughs> Anyways, that's what this that's what this episode is gonna be about. That was good. Um, that's what this episode is gonna be about. Daddy Chuchi's face? Yes, and it'll be it'll be a both and what is on your roster? What's in your lineup? Your culinary lineup of I have to impress the in-laws, the boo, the potential boo, or even just big queer dinner friends. What what are you making? What's what's your first go to right right off the top of your head? Um, quick fire. I mean, it's obviously risotto. Which like, how many episodes in a row am I going to talk about risotto? How many? How many times are we going to talk about risotto? I hope that I wish that somebody would start a tally. You know what I mean? Like every, for every time that we say risotto, if somebody actually does this, I I will come up with a prize for you. Yeah. And also, I maybe don't want to know. Yeah. I'd- that's fair too um but no my go-to which like again goes back to this like when my dad is wanting to impress do an impress he makes risotto i like that is the the first thing i think of when i'm like oh i want to like pull out all the stops yeah impressive it's risotto um i think it's nice too because it's one of those things that's like um there's sex appeal and like watching somebody that you're attracted yes, to. Yes, cook. I agree. I and think like risotto is not like it is, you know, like you have to be in it a little bit. Like it's interactive, but you don't have to be like hovered and no. like two billion things going on. You could do like the sexy stirring, but exactly. also still talk. No, I agree wholeheartedly. I feel like it's a really great way to watch me stir this pot and yeah, like. Watch me, like, very nonchalantly make you a beautiful meal. Like, just a... I'm, I'm flipping my hair. You know I am, I mean? too. I don't even have enough hair to and flip. And my hair is in a bun, so... But. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's risotto, but the other thing that comes to... Ooh, that spider is inside. Ooh, all right, folks, there's a scary spider. We're going to close the window real quick so that guy doesn't get into the house. Bye, guys. Um... Even if it is, you know, witchy season, I still don't want spiders in my house. Yeah. I digress. Risotto. Risotto. Um, I do think there's something kind of, like, sexy about, you know, having, like, oh, I'll make you a cocktail, and then I'll... Like, I just have to go back to stir my pot really right, quick. Right, but, like, you get to just, like, sit here and enjoy watching me cook, yeah. which, like... I think that watching other people cook is sexy, so I hope that watching me cook is sexy. Right. Um, But, yeah, I think risotto is one of the first things I go to. And then, honestly, the last time that I was, like, really cooking to impress someone, uh, I was cooking for for Christmas. We went back to Liam's hometown last year. Mm -hmm. And it was was a time. It was so fun. We all survived. But we divvied up which you know who did what which branch of the family was cooking which meal on which day and yada yada um and we made dinner the first night and it was like cold and snowy and we made like a pork and shiitake kanji yeah and which like (laughs) it's not that different for risotto for being honest um it's not but i same vibes apply yeah but again really simple really just like knocked the socks off of everybody really savory really flavorful Mm -hmm. like a really like packed a punch Mm -hmm. um I love 
the way that mushrooms like take on flavor of whatever they're cooked with and I had a lot of like fun with it and and then everybody got to also eat it the next morning for breakfast and who doesn't love kanji for breakfast breakfast. um yeah those are those are the two like most recent things I can think of in terms of impressing people Ooh, and carbonara yeah I think carbonara is a good like impress someone meal because it's really really easy to fuck up that's what I was gonna say is like that's actually exactly what I was going to say you know I think carbonara in itself is sort of this humble dish right Mm -hmm. there isn't you know we're not talking like lap of luxury there's not caviar in it you know right like but a bad carbonara fucking sucks oh it's just like all broken yeah weird and mealy no thank Mm -mm. you no but like a silky perfect carbonara when you nail it like like comfort in a bowl i would if you served me like a beautiful carbonara i would probably come on to you i mean not not you like and more of like a universal you yeah kind of way yep um you're you know, we're still sisters. We so talk that's about it's a family vibe. It's not going to happen. Weird. Yeah. Um, there's a boundary there that I'm pretty okay with. But yeah, what are, you, what are you cooking? What are you cooking to impress people? So I make a dish that's kind of adjacent to carbonara. Like same concept, but it's like a, it's spring vibes, right? With peas and asparagus and whatnot. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I started dating an Ian in the spring. Mm-hmm. And so that's what sticks out. But specifically and always no matter the time of year braised meat which like I understand right you're like what the fuck like (laughs) sorry what like a braised short rib Mm. that's so like and here's here's the thing number one it's like you could go so many ways yeah right totally number two like a braised short rib or really any kind of meat when you get it right, which I'm saying eight out of 10 times you will. I mean, I can't think of a time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things that when it's done right, it is so fucking good and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. And the chances that you're going to fuck it up are real there's, small. There's so much time. Like a braise is such a, like time is like the most important ingredient and so as long as you don't cut your time too short, right. you're going to let all those flavors develop. Yep. And it's not like it's not like it's going to dry out. No, exactly. It's like, not like it's, it's going to be tough. tough. It's yeah. not going to be tough. You don't have to worry about like, oh, this, you know, I, I didn't ask this person how they like their steak cooked. You know what right. I mean? Right. So I feel like it's very foolproof, but it can also be impressive, right? I mean, uh, pot roast in, in itself, which like, that's not what I'm, I'm I typically do short ribs, right? Mm-hmm. But even mm-hmm. if you're like, uh, if you were serving it with polenta, you know, it's just yeah. it's so versatile. Like yeah. you can jazz it up in so many ways. You could get nuts and serve it on top of a risotto. You know what I mean? Like, I like it because it could go a million different ways. I've never served anybody that is a carnivore, like a braised meat. And that haven't had them be like, this is so fucking good. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, and I, I know this is going to be so hard to believe, but I really love to, to pressurize these moments and I can be rather hard on myself. And so again, who knew, but 
I'm not like that's one of the few things like I'm not fucking that up Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah it's not it's like one of those um like it it tastes really impressive it is like a labor of love because it's time intensive Mm -hmm. but it's also kind of a like it's almost like a cheat code yeah to being an impressive meal yeah for sure and I have like no problem. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking about too, it gives me the opportunity if I can put something like that in the oven or even in the pressure cooker mm-hmm. and let it do its thing, I can make, you know, um, like an app. I could do a side, I can do a dessert, which is also impressive in itself, right? Right. So you have or courses. you could like take the stress off and go like take a shower. Yeah. And like because it's in the oven, yeah, and, like it's not going anywhere. Right, exactly. Like, it's a really, I feel like a braise is a really good, you know, like, impress, like, I'm cooking you a meal, like, impress you well, the kind of, like, date food. Is- and it's also a good, like, dinner party food, which, again, is, like, impress people. Um, I mean, the irony of the fucking short rib story is that, like, for sure, I mean, I absolutely made, like, coconut milk braised short ribs for a chef and like wanted to impress them so badly and spent way too much money on short ribs and didn't love how they turned out texturally so I absolutely went back to the store and and redid them because okay well I'm annoying that's absolutely (laughs) ridiculous but but yeah yeah I uh I'm going I'm going brace meat that's usually my I think that it's all because again, it gives me opportunity to then make like a salad. You can watch my knife skills, right? Mm. I can still be interactive. Mm-hmm. I can still cook for you in a way, right? But I'm not just hovering over the stove yeah. or like have a bunch of pants. Mm-hmm. Braise meats all day. Braise meats all day. Yep. Yeah. Well, oh, that's the end of the episode. No, all kidding. right. Thanks for coming. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Um. If you, okay, so if someone was going to cook for you and, like, wanted to impress you, what, right now, oh, would you hope that they would cook for you? Um, praise me, it's, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, Risotto. You know, that is, uh, so my partner will cook. Mm-hmm doesn't experience the same joy that you and I or even right. you and your partner. Right. Right. And so he's cooked for me like a full, like a full meal mm-hmm. one time. And it doesn't, and I don't say that in like a shitty way because he knows that it brings me uh, like, we all have our grooves, right? Yeah. He has shit that like really lights him up that I'm like, mm-hmm. you can have that all day long. Cause mm-hmm. that is of no interest to me whatsoever. Right. But I, I just, I go back to the idea of like somebody like feeding you. And also there's like so much intimacy behind that outside of like the meal in itself of like, you know, the planning or like, how did you land on like what you wanted to make Mm -hmm. for me? And then Mm -hmm. like the acquiring of the ingredients, you know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care what you serve me. It's, it's like such the intention behind that I'm like you could I mean it could that's what he mean it was like steak and like mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and, and a veg you know what I mean 
and it was good because I didn't make it. And I also know that that's not something that like brings him a ton of joy. Right. What would I be impressed by right now though? If I was like, ah, damn. Um, I am impressed by oyster shucking. Mm, yeah. I think it's really hot <laughs> to watch. It's like adjacent to knife skills, right? Yeah. Um, and also like, I'm not good at it. Like, can I do it if I need to? Sure. And also like, nobody wants to watch that. You know, like mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing like sexy about it. It's like clumsy and like, right. Try to not get a shitload of shell and not have it be crunchy. But I think that that would be really cool. I also think that seafood kind of in general is one of those things hard adjacent from braised meat is like very easy to fuck up yes and um like a like a really well done seared scallop Mm. is so my vibe I love scallops so much um my god that's what I would be impressed by right in in this moment right now is Mm -hmm. if somebody was to make me like some kind of seared scallop situation I just got so excited to go home 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 oh I was like in a year no but you're going in December <laughs> I'm going in December and I'm just thinking about all, all the of all of the seafood because your partner doesn't really love shellfish no he's not really like I mean he likes sushi and that's kind of like the extent of his fish, fish liking exploration he like didn't have a lot of fish growing up um and I think like when I cook fish for Liam or like if we're at my parents house and my dad is cooking fish he's like wow this is really good yeah but I initially, like, he doesn't get really, like, thrilled about, like... A seared scallop. A seared scallop. Wherein, like, for me, I'm like, oh, my God, that's literally, like, that's the best. That's Man. my favorite. Oh, well, big same. Like, I, out of all of the... I I love seafood. I actually prefer shellfish to, like, a filet of fish. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, there's, there is nothing like a well seared scallop in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Agreed. What are, what are you getting impressed by? What's somebody making you that you're like, damn, um, scallops. Um, honestly, if somebody made me like a really good linguine with clams clams I told you I've been craving that lately um and my like oh again I'm just thinking about going home and letting my dad cook for me and he's not trying to impress me like no but also but but he's trying to impress himself Mm -hmm. and I am totally happy to reap the benefits of that yeah you go ahead yeah um and he makes be competitive with yourself all day long. His linguine with clams fucking slaps, and it also like really tastes like home to Is me. Is he using canned clams? Some he uses both. He uses you have to. yeah. Like that's the thing. Yeah, that people like want to do this like you know fancy dance. I'm like nobody. It is not the fucking same. You have to use canned or jarred clams yeah and then you like do a garn with yeah like a handful of, of fresh neck clams yeah 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 i'm like absolutely stop stop. yeah um yeah but i'm trying to think of like ways like food because food is such a factor in mine and liam's like, partnership right it's like very important to us we do a lot of like hosting um we really like to cook for each other. Um, 
the first time Liam made me dinner. We all know this story. <laughs> well, well, I do. Um, so the first time Liam made me dinner, it's our third date. And he's like, I'm going to cook for you. And I'm like, okay. Um, my roommate was out of town. And so we came to my apartment as opposed to his house where there were like four other roommates. And so I will preface this with, he had never used my oven before. And honestly, like... I didn't have a meat thermometer. But, like, even just using somebody else's kitchen, and especially it's a, if it's, it's only, a learning curve. Well, and, it, like, there, you don't know where shit is. Like, totally. What, how sharp are their knives? What kind of cutting board yeah. do they use? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... There's so many barriers. So, I, I tell this story with, like, a lot of grace and compassion, because also, like, you know, years later the roles reverse, but whatever. So Liam's like, I'm going to make you this roast chicken with, um, roasted grapes and mashed potatoes and Brussels sprouts. And I was like, cool. That sounds great. I'm, I'm down for it. Um, he gets to my apartment and he's like, I forgot the Brussels sprouts. And I was like, (laughs) all right, cool. So I lived like across the street from King super. So we would go to King supers buy Brussels sprouts. The guy checking us out goes, just Brussels sprouts? Oh my god. Um, just shot up. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. This man is making me dinner. Quiet. Um, so we like hang out. He like had brought over a couple bottles of wine. Um, we had music going. He was like putting on the moves. And we sit down to dinner and it's like a very well-plated meal. And I slice into my chicken thigh, and that baby is like not not just a little under not like a am I gonna be like a little gaggy later no just raw Fuck. and I am like like the outsides of it are fine so I'm just kind of like eating around it and he cuts into his chicken thigh and is like oh shit and he looks over at me and he's like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm so I'm, I'm so sorry I was like dude it's fine like I'm going to roast you for it for the next 20 years. Oh, please. Until the guy, until you guys die. Yeah. I, the number of times that I have heard this story, um, I should just start telling it actually. <laughs> In fact, at your wedding, that's going to be my job. The, and he is just like so mortified. And I was like already like, I remember him telling me that he was going to make me this like roast chicken with roasted grapes. And I was like, that's weird. The roasted grapes were fucking fire. fire. They're yeah. so good. They were perfect mashed potatoes. The Brussels sprouts were delicious. And like the chicken was really well seasoned. It just wasn't cooked. Um, And he apologized over and over and over again and didn't cook meat for me for like months after that. Oh, I would have, I, again, I know that this is hard for especially you to believe that would have been like I would have burst into tears immediately he really beat himself up about it and I was like honestly it's really okay I'm just gonna tease you for it like I'm not upset I still you know also I still made out with him after that meal I want to know like here's the deal we're getting married so clearly it's fine for as much shit as I give my own self you know and and like the way that we like poke at one another like tease one another I want to know on what fucking planet would somebody take the time and the effort to come into your home and make you a meal and like to be, I don't give a fuck if it's like the idea that like Liam could potentially feel like that was going to be like a deal breaker or that like 
I, what kind of shit bag are you? If you were like, you know what? You have to leave. Yeah. That's right. right. Like, and this concludes this evening's yeah. date. Like what? Like what? I think we should see other people. people. Yeah. Like, like I, I mean. No, but you like, you, you showed up at my house with like all of these ingredients. He, um, much like you do sometimes, he hauled his Dutch oven bro, from the west side of town to Capitol Hill. I take that bitch with me wherever I go. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> your emotional support, support Dutch oven. Oh my god, it really is. Let's make t-shirts. Uh, speaking of which, it's, it's literally at Anaya's apartment right now because, um, of, because of the same thing. Yeah, that Dutch oven actually uh, no longer lives with us. It lives with my brother. But, yeah, it's, it's my emotional um, support. It goes everywhere with me. And I remember the first time I made Anaya dinner at his house. The first questions I asked were, do you have a cutting board that's not glass? And do you have a sharp knife? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It is intimidating to go into, it's it's intimidating, even if it's something that you know that you love doing. It's mm-hmm. intimidating to cook for somebody for the first time, but to actually go to their house. And that was what? What number, how many times had you guys seen each other at that point? That was our third day. That's, yeah, like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? I think, I've, I think I had been seeing Anaya for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. you know, a few weeks at that point. Um, and even then, I remember, like, slicing fennel. And, like, I didn't have, like, a, a mandolin. You know what I mean? And yeah. So I am, like, really focused. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, you know, and I see him, you know, like, taking, like, I lean over and he's, like, taking, and you know Anaya. They don't know Anaya. But, like, Anaya kind of, like, taking pictures like you and I do of, like, people cook. Like, that, that's not really his thing. So he's taking, like, sneak photos to, like, send to his friends. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Or I'm like, he's like, there's a hot lady in my, my kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. And I'm, you know what I mean? Like, that's so, that's really that's funny. so intimidating. And it is intimidating. And so like when somebody takes the time and like effort to show up to feed you in your own home, yeah, like that's impressive in and of itself. That's impressive in itself. I think that is something that I find. It's the intention behind it. Exactly. And, like, there are very few places where intention outweighs impact. That's one of those times. That's one of those times. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, because, like, it's, I mean, going to a restaurant is a completely different experience. Like, I'm paying you this money. Like, right. I want my food to be good. Uh, that's a little bit different of a vibe. But we are. G- getting back into uh, the topic of this episode is, like, you know, folks are going to be out here feeding people for whatever intention, right? Whether that right. is, like do you want to marry me someday kind of intention? Do you want to welcome me into your friend circle and or your family? Um, and I think, I think a lot of times, especially for, for me, people like me, it, uh, I, not other people, but I have the capacity to suck a lot of joy out of it for myself yes. on occasion Yes, by pressurizing it too much, uh-huh. you know? And so when you are, when you're out here cooking for people, it's like in intention you know what I mean like, well, have like fun. let it be let it be an act of like service and an act of love as opposed to a uh, means to be mean to yourself and also like on that note like let's use some of our like critical thinking and our like common sense kind of vibes we're not 
you're not going to pull out all of the stops with like four new fucking recipes that you've never made before. No, Like that is a surefire way to add way more stress on top of an already semi-pressurized. If that's something that you're like, man, I really want to get this right. I really want to impress these folks. Right. Like this is not the time to fuck around with a, with a new recipe by somebody that you've never heard of in a book that you've never read. Right. Like this is a great time to come back to something that is like a, maybe like a staple or maybe a comfort food or maybe something that has like a story attached to it. A culinary like, trick up your sleeve that's been up there for a moment. Right. Like <laughs> if, like it from, you know, that is what risotto is for me. Right? right. It is this thing that is kind of this like family tradition. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, you knew it was going to be like a really delicious evening if you walked in and you saw Perry with like his ladle of broth and like the baseball game on in the background. Like you knew that it was going to be like a really delicious evening. Yep. And that to me like is more meaningful. If you are trying to impress somebody, you're trying to impress somebody with like the story behind it. If For you're sure. like, yeah, sure. You could impress me with some like over the top, I don't know what fancy shit, mm-hmm. but you could also impress me with like such a well done grilled cheese and tomato soup. Oh my you God. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, like you could impress me with a, a grilled cheese and tomato soup. You could impress me with like box mac and cheese. If you like jazzed her on up, if you jazz it up a you little put bit, some peas in it. Or if you're like, yeah, like this is why, this is why this is the meal that I'm making. Like, tell me the story. Yep. Tell me that it's like, oh yeah, this is, this is the reason that I love it. This is the first thing that I learned to cook. Right. Or this is the thing, uh, like I took this cooking class when I was traveling and I've been like trying to master this ever since. For so long, that's what green enchiladas were. Yeah. That's why I just made them to sap, you know? Yeah. I was raised, uh, partially raised by this woman that was uh, not kind for like a million different reasons and the older that I get I you know understand that some of that was like cultural and Mm -hmm. some of that was like her own shit but that woman without a shadow of a doubt is to this day like the best home cook that I have ever known Mm -hmm. and so I remember being in like my teens like 16 and we don't have access to tomatillos in rural Minnesota. You know what I nah. mean? So, like, I know how to make fresh tomatillo sauce, but I'm using the shit out of a jar, right? But it was, like, one of the first things that I learned, like, top to bottom how to prepare. Right. And so for the longest time when I had people come over, and that's not necessarily, I mean, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, there, it says, like, home. It's, like hikey comfort food vibes yeah and so for things like meal train stuff what you know like that's it's like a lasagna adjacent it's in a pan you'll have leftovers mm-hmm. you whack it in the oven to reheat it you don't have to fuck with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. but yeah that's the story behind it you know what I mean like not I mean it's chicken cheese tortillas and a homemade sauce right like right. it's not some fussy it's not fussy food but it's good food right yeah. Yeah. Your shit doesn't have to be fussy to be impressive. Yeah. Like, let it be known. Yeah. I absolutely agree. And we talk about, you know, our love of just, like, simple food that is done really well. Yep. And something that I really love. So my my sister-in-law is a food person. Mm-hmm. Like, 
she is um she has a master's in food anthropology which is so which is cool. so cool and she just does she's like really really loves food and loves like food as a vehicle for connection and for community mm-hmm. um from like planting seeds like literally planting seeds Literal, to actual seeds. like making fabulous meals and one of the things that she has said to me is just like I really stopped giving a shit about like things having to look a certain way because it was taking away from the fun of it it was taking away from the pleasure of it it was taking away from this idea that like Food, I was just reading about food this is a way to like this. communicate love. Right. And like, I don't know. For me, love doesn't come with like tweezered garnishes. No, fuck no. <laughs> like not even, like not even close. No. So if you are worried that whatever you're cooking for, you know, whatever holiday, be it, you know, Jesus's birthday or Hanukkah colonizer day (laughs) or whatever maybe it's somebody's birthday maybe you just want to like make somebody a nice meal maybe you're having a Halloween party maybe like do less do less man do less let it be let it be simple let it be easy let it be a source of pleasure yeah 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 don't I I mean I I'll love to give advice that I'm not very good at taking. That's yeah. Um and I learned this along the way. And I mean I absolutely like I I know this. I inherently know this, right? Mm-hmm. Like t- take take some shit off your plate so that you can like put the good shit on your plate. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. Don't be in there you know, being like, you know what I'm going to do for the first time that I've never fucking done before? I'm going to grill octopus. Like, don't stop it. Stop. Don't do that. No. You know, and if like, if you're like, man, I, what, what if you are like a novice, right? Like maybe you don't cook that often, but you really want to, I'm going braise meat or I'm going some kind of sauce, some kind make of gravy a, situation. Make a soup. Make fucking soup. Make do Don't. It doesn't have to be some... It doesn't yeah. have to be fussy. It doesn't have to be fussy. It doesn't have to be, like... It doesn't have to be sophisticated in order to be impressive. Amen. And also, what the fuck is sophistication? Yeah. It's not also, sophisticated is a made-up concept. It so, really it's just... Don't... Just screw it. If, if you feel like it's not going to be good enough if you're not plating shit with tweezers, like, I assure you that's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I know you're going to be gone for... I'm I'm excited. I think this is the first, like, holiday season um, where my, like, all of my family is going to be home in a really that long really time. Cool. And our partners have not experienced the hilarity of a Croft Birch family holiday gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really, really excited for that. I am um, existing on a plane of, um, I mean, like, I, I know that I'm going to have several opportunities over to, like, play restaurant and host and feed the people that I love this holiday season, and 
Um, I am writing the coattails of like, I have no fucking clue what's happening. I also don't mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. my kids this holiday season. And yeah. So, like this is, uh, and also like time is a construct, right? Like we will absolutely do things with the kids. Um, even if it doesn't fall. Oh on yeah, totally. His birthday, you know, but I am, um, experiencing the holidays in a completely different way where I am like kind of put into the center of my partner's people Mm -hmm. and and like seeing what happens so instead of being like the facilitator I'm kind of the attendee um and like instead of you know having anxiety about that or being like fuck what am I gonna do like I'm just gonna let myself exist there yeah like all right yeah like let's see what's gonna happen yeah that sounds nice yeah yeah, I feel like these next few months are really going to fly. I told you, October rolls around, and then it might as well be Christmas, and then the year's yeah, over. Yeah, um, it's a lot. So I also hope that the the food that I cook, whether it is impressive or not, is food that really encourages us all to, like, slow down a little bit. That's I feel like that is part of the appeal of a braise or a soup or a, you know a congee or something like that. It's literally saying, take it easy, take it slow. Right. Like, Like, let the impressive piece be the time that we all get to, like, spend together. Let the impressive piece be the, like, number of times that your friends laugh cry while you're sitting around and having this meal, as opposed to, like, let the meal be the vehicle rather than, like, the whole shebang. Yeah. 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 The whole shebang. We're going to have to come back. To, we're gonna have to re-listen to this to take our own advice and also like let's do let's do a midway circle back like right before colonizer day mm-hmm. of, like how are we living mm-hmm. what's everybody making who have we impressed did anybody get wifed up over halloween <laughs> because they because they made something so impressive yeah um yeah let's do a let's do the old circle back here in in like six weeks or so see see what everybody's making yeah um if you are wondering what to make how to make it if you want to tell us a story of some time that you impressed somebody with a food whether it was good or bad yeah um we want to hear it i want to know about it we want to hear it uh feed me your stories at gmail.com send it to us slide into our dms on the internet um just like hang out with us virtually so that this podcast can be more than us uh talking at each other yeah get it get in here we come wanna, hang out with us we want to talk at you too we want to talk with you we want you to talk at yes the people who listen to this podcast yeah. so um as per usual Feel free to leave us a review uh, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever um, you're wherever you're listening. Uh, you know, help us beat the algorithm because that's the thing that we have to play. That's yep, that's the game that we have to play. And t- until next time, bye, bye, bye. bye.